Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Lynn, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black Hole. Sometimes you're just triggered. Sometimes you're just triggered. Welcome to Great Mother Speaks. This is Tammy Taylor, your manifestation muse, musing you to live your divinity identity. Today we're talking about being triggered through aspirations and aggravations and what all that means as it relates to Great Mother's message to us that we are dearly loved divine children of the Great Mother Father God who are never judged, condemned, or left alone. Sometimes you're just triggered. Sometimes you're just triggered. So by embracing this identity, we are reborn from the conditioned identity of shame, blame, and guilt. Why not book a moon sign reading at greatmotherspeaks.info? It's like having your very own internal homing device. Yeah, it's good to know where Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and all that stuff is in your chart. And the aspects are really important because they tell you your defaults, what you default to emotionally, what you default to in relationships and why. My specialization is looking at where your soul is evolving to. So go there right now and get a moon sign reading. It's Vedic Astrology, so it focuses on the moon. Just click moon sign reading and use coupon code POWER2020 for 35% off now. Speaking of defaults, shame, blame, and guilt is the conditioned default consciousness on the planet as a result of believing in a judging, condemning God. So we believe ourselves to be, we believe our God to be. And as we are coming to believe our God is within us, and come to understand and practice and grow and to learn with that greater essence, expression, beingness of us is, we realize, damn, I must come from a pretty magnificent something that created me. So, hmm, let me rethink this. Let me rethink this. Who am I believing God to be? And so the frequency of this channel is Great Mother Speaks, because Great Mother is the mother of all mothers, that divine internal cosmic space of creation and recreation, birth and rebirth. The new school rockin', new school rockin'. New school rockin'. New school MDT is a vile dungeon to carry, a shame dungeon, a blame dungeon, a guilt dungeon. We marry, detached from love, attached to damnation, execution of the eternal soul. Karma is a bitch. Great Mother is no goddess. They and the gods are our kin. They have known the dungeon. They have fought the war within. Won the battle when they transcended blame, shame, and guilt. Shame, blame, and guilt. Shame, blame, and guilt. 
New School Rock. There comes a point where we must listen to our child. We must listen to our child. There comes that point where we realize that if we don't listen, it's going to hurt us. When we realize that, and it takes some of us longer than others, but you just got to remember that it's a cycle. And our mothers, 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 mothers have had this shame around the very true nature of our relationship which is a competitive one at its core, at its core, every seed has a core. That's why we don't eat seeds, every seed. Some seeds we eat because they're good, nuts. But pretty much everything else, no, nah, it's nasty. That's the seed of it is competition. But our real relationship with our child is one of mutual support when it flowers. Now remember, a seed has to grow into a... Well, first it has to break the ground. And then it has to grow into a twig before it can even hope to become a tree. It has to shed that outer shell of competitiveness and survival of the fittest, whether it's on a material, spiritual, emotional, because you have to think about why is it so hard to listen to our child? We have to ask ourselves that. What would be so deathly horrible to really listen to what the child is saying and dialogue with the child from that place of mutual understanding. What is so trepidatious about that? I mean, we don't tread that path Many times because it brings up our own traumas. If we do open that innocent door of exploration, that's where to go right to because that's the last time we saw our innocence. And so as long as we stay away from that dungeon door, we'll be okay. We'll be all right. All the while, the dungeon door is can open you know as soon as that relationship starts to show that that issue is not going to go away and it shows us that in many ways we see our behaviors and our dysfunction replicated in our children and we know we can't do anything about it is that DNA or is that an epigenetic response to that data that says those are my genes but I'm transcending those in this moment with my consciousness that is saying I need to face this dungeon in order for us to be healed it is not for the faint of heart first of all 
even getting to that point of admission. And second of all, crossing the threshold into that dungeon door. So this is a hard sell. This is a hard sell. I, I, I grant you that. I happily grant you that <laughs> because I enjoy the most incredible lifestyle because my clients are few and far between. But if this is a message that appeals to you, I am willing to, from time to time, come out of my comfort and out of my <laughs> daily meditation space that I so adore to meet you in that same sacred space, that same sacred place. So that is what the new school is. It is a school for us to be able to look in the eyes of our genetic siblings, children, parents, our kin, our God and goddess selves expressing themselves outside of ourselves you know, and love on each other from that space of divinity identity, which is what I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who is never judged, condemned, or left alone. That's who I am. And because I know that's who I am, I don't just walk around the palace or stay all day and night out in the fields. I own my birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. So I align with those frequencies in my life, in my relationships that support the building of that band. Right now, I might have a limited cognitive bandwidth to deal with anything more. But I know that if I do this to focus on my birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole, it will pay me in dividends. If you know that from your spirit, Great Mother is speaking to you now. And she is saying that you are the ideal candidate for the new school And what is the new school, you might ask? The new school is a small weekly support group that meets on Zoom Sunday evenings at 7.30. And we come together for the explicit purpose of supporting one another and living our divinity identity. We practice the principles, share our experiences using the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck. Many of us have taken the class or have learned on our own how to use the deck and are working with it and getting Great Mother's messages of clarity, balance, and confirmation. And we Therefore, working with the signs and symbols of the deck, the lunar cycle, the eight lunar phases, the six suits, the eight represented energies of those suits in completion. The first six are aspire. The seventh suit is the law suit, great father law, logos, the word, 
in our yin-yang symbols of that suit. And, of course, the acronym ASPIRE. That's what we want to kind of talk about today. Getting back to our topic of being triggered. The hurricane season is open. And we have three tropical storms in the Gulf as I speak from the southeast coast. And, um, yeah, it's a beautiful come to Jesus time. The Jesus card of the deck, in fact, is the Christ Consciousness card. That is a lawsuit card representing the heart chakra and the third quarter moon phase. All the lawsuit cards are third quarter moon phase, the release, letting go phase of the moon. And that's what the oracle practice is all about connecting with that internal space to be supported in our grieving, our letting go of the mother, of the daughter that we want so that we can accept the one that we have. The lawsuit gets us together with that. We have uh, the card with the yang symbol. We have the card with the yin symbol. We have the card with the double yang symbol. The card with the double yin symbol. The card with the double yin and the single yang. The single yang and the double yin. As well as the duplication of both in the angels card. Our angels, guides, and ancestors are always popping up on the scene and in our readings to support us in living and loving detachment, which is the lifestyle. Loving detachment is the lifestyle of those of us who have been emancipated from shame, blame, and guilt. Those of us who are working through our process on a daily basis of claiming that emancipation through our birthright as divine children to be happy, healthy, and whole. If this is a principle that appeals to you as something that could support you during these times, I urge you to click the link in the podcast or just go to greatmotherspeaks.info. Hit the book now tab and you'll see right there on top, Divinity Identity Support Group. Sunday, 730 Eastern Standard Time great time to go over those readings go over the signs and symbols of great mother we talk about the shades and the shadows of those phases and each card of this 49 card deck except for the angels guides and ancestors represents a scene in the wizard of oz movie dorothy gail is the poster child of mama drama trauma If it's the first time you're joining us, we're talking about Great Mother speaking to those of us through this channel, helping and supporting us in our rebirthing, her spiritual resurrection, rebirth from shame, blame, and guilt that comes with Mama Drama Trauma, a condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child, causing emotional and or physical trauma. In cases where she's unable, unwilling, or unavailable, she may have transitioned to heal her own mama drama trauma because it is a cycle. 
loving detachment is required for the child to have a happy, healthy, and whole life. So we define all our terms and we clarify our meanings of these things as they actually walk out in our lives. As we walk them out, I should say, in our lives because it is about the work and the work of this transformation is so that we can live in that divinity identity, living and experiencing that birthright as a divine child who's dearly loved, never judged, condemned, or left alone. This divinity identity is what lovingly detaches us from recreating mama drama trauma in our lives, our relationships, and in our children's lives. Okay, so let's talk about those six suits of aspire. A-S-P-I-R-E. When we are triggered from a mama drama trauma experience of abandonment and abuse, we feel that a partner is not giving us the love that we need. And we have forgotten for that moment because we're triggered that that's our job to give ourselves the love that we need and to be gracious and grateful for the overflow that we have to share with others and that others have to share with us. Okay? We learn the difference between what's our stuff and what is not. And it goes both ways. It goes both ways. What is ours is the karma of this lifetime of mama drama trauma we talk about the chakras a is the root chakra so when we're talking about chakras we're talking about vedic astrology and in our support groups we learn what that cosmic snapshot is of our lives and just kind of generally educate ourselves on what does my sun sign mean? What does my moon sign mean? And why is this important? It's important because it tells you how your physical, mental, and emotional apparatus operates. And the best part about it is you confirm it with your own truth. You confirm it through your own experience, in other words. We're all grown. You know through your own experience whether or not it's true. And that's the foundation of our exchange is truth. So we're a very small group. We're a very small group. So if you're down with what I'm talking about, this would be really great. Because when we're triggered, and a trigger is simply an unhealed wound. It's a wound that has been a chronic long-term ailment that just won't go away you know it it, kind of comes and goes that ache and sometimes it hurts really bad and it's debilitating but other times we don't feel it at all but it's always there and it's always being triggered which is why it's always there. That's a trigger. A sudden experience of abandonment and abuse, which happens to be a part of life, 
in this world of people with mama drama drama, all of us are affected. We have an acute traumatic experience. And sometimes, depending on that traumatic experience, whether it was foul language that was over the top and embarrassing, when a simple yes or no would have done, and you completely like, what the heck did I just get spilled all over me? To there actually being a violent exchange that could have, as a result, chronic side effects, okay? So we're talking about a continuum of experience here. And so what we want to do in the effort of clarity, balance, and confirmation is simply focus on both the mother and the child going through the grieving process, shall we? Not simply the child letting go of the mother we want in order to accept the one we have, but what about the mother having to let go of the child she wants in order to accept the one she has. That's a grieving process too. It's all about letting go of the fantasy, the fantasy child, the fantasy mother. How do we let that go? How do we grieve that with dignity, sanity? first suit of the deck has the eight phases of the moon because the deck is designed to follow the classic five-step grieving process as outlined by the geriatric sociologist um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. What about the five stages of grieving at that stage of our lives when we are letting go of life as elders? We are at a time in our lives where we realize there are more days behind us than ahead of us and we're on our way out the door. So we're grieving that life. And the first thing Elizabeth noticed is that we deny it. There's a fight for life. There's a fight to heal the disease. There's a fight to not succumb to Saturn's pull, dragging us back to the earth, bending us, making our bones brittle, making us unable to be flexible in this environment anymore. And we know that if we are not Especially in these times, we break. And so when that begins to happen, it is natural that we deny. And then after we realize that, boy, this is really coming, there's anger. There's anger. I'm losing this battle. Being dragged down to the ground, and there is nothing I can do about it. Mad, mad, mean old people, mean sick people, 
you know, if you've ever worked with people who are worked in the healthcare field or home care field, you know what that stage is about. And then after anger, we kind of calm down. We know we're going down. And so it's like, oh, okay, so I got to get right with my maker. Bargaining. The third step. Okay, so, all right, so I'm going down and I'm realizing I live this life. And so what do I need to do to clear out my karma? Do I need to be nice to people? Do I need to call this person? Do I need to sign some deeds over? Do I need to, and depending on where we are with that, you know, we make our our deal. Pull our chips up to the table, so to speak. And then once we begin to bargain and... Either it's not fulfilling and there's a malaise because we didn't have enough chips. We know we're cashing out negative. Or we finish our bargaining process and it's like, hey, 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 I hate to leave the party, but I gotta go. Better things on the way, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. But, unfortunately, most of us are of the former, which brings on depression, the fourth stage of classical grieving process. And uh, this grieving, depression, suppressed anger phase is all about everything we brushed under the rug for a lifetime are just that one thing that we still really never got to cross off our bucket list whether it was telling someone we loved them or going to the track one more time <laughs> you know <laughs> who knows but there's a malaise for most of us But if it's not, you go straight to the last stage. And that final stage is acceptance, according to Dr. Kubler-Ross. So those classical five stages of grieving don't just happen in tandem overnight, like a falling line of dominoes, do they? And those of you who have already been through your healing process and your grieving process for a while now and have been doing your own inner work, again, you are ideal for the new school today because you know there are two sides of the coin. And so with the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck, we expand this grieving process to include the spiritual aspiration. The acronym ASPIRE is a six-letter grieving process. Acknowledge is the root chakra. Denial. Denial by the child looks like, no, my mother is my fantasy mother. And that's it. 
regardless of what she shows me, what she says, abandonment, abuse, whatever, that included. You know, that is my fantasy mother. Never mind all of the self-destructive behaviors we have towards ourselves because our mothers teach us how to mother ourselves. And so never mind that our lives are in shambles. Our mother is our fantasy mother. And for the mother, acknowledgement, the root chakra, what is the root chakra? The root chakra is the family. It is the foundation. It's our first root in the world. Grounding our safety, our sense of security, our sense of groundedness on the planet. Family does that. That's root chakra. And denial does not release itself from our being overnight because we're grounded in that family. This has been going on for generations. And so we're not going to recognize we have a pathology, a sickness, a disease of abandonment and abuse that is creating shame, blame, and guilt that keeps me in a self-punishing, a self-condemning, a self-destructive mode. No, that doesn't happen overnight. And so there are eight cards in this suit. Of course, it's the acknowledge card. Okay. And then you have, of course, the lawsuit card, which is the yang. The yang symbol, that masculine symbol, is Saturn, which rules the root chakra. And this series of events that follow the lunar phases from new moon of Newt, the Egyptian goddess of the sky, complete darkness, new moon phase of realizing, hey, something's wrong. I'm in the dark. I don't know exactly what it is, but something's wrong. All the way to full moon. We're skipping faces here to the full moon card of Isis. The full moonlight with that card has come. If I'm going to have any maternal love, it's going to come from myself. Self-mothering card, full moon card of the acknowledged root chakra suit. And then the waning gibbous moon after the full moon card having to do with us connecting with Pachamama, Earth Mother Energy, to ground ourselves in the world. Okay. And again, third quarter moon is the law card of... of... Um, the law card is Akhenaten, and Akhenaten is the first king to declare a monolithic god, the worship of one god. And so that card, Akhenaten is the first king to enact the worship of one god. He was the first monotheistic ruler of the world, taking his people from polytheism to monotheism in one dynasty, you know, um, 
it, it, it took many kings, so it took it, it took to the end of the dynasty, you know, uh, Tutankhamun, which we all remember. But um, I digress. That suit for the mother and the child is about that process of releasing denial, grieving the denial, letting the denial go. Okay, so the Akhenaten card is all about letting the denial go, that there is one God. Stop being divided between ourselves about really what's going on. Either we feel abandonment and abuse or we don't. Either there's one God or there's a thousand. And we come to learn as we go through the suits that the truth is both. The truth is both that I don't have my fantasy mother and I do have my fantasy mother and great mother who is guiding me and is teaching me through this, the mother of all mothers. The mother that is teaching me that my mother is a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, Father God, who was never judged, condemned, or left alone. So it's always about connecting with us where we are is what the Holy Spirit does and what Great Mother Energy does when we're able to open up to it. And these tools are simply that. They are what facilitate this process for those of us who need that. And we all need some kind of way to connect, okay? Whether direct meditation or whatever process we use. So we go to S, self-inquiry. Self-inquiry is when we question any and everything that triggers a sense of shame, blame, and guilt. It could be a neighbor always parking in front of our driveway. It could be that no matter what we do, the food that we cook or we provide for the family is not good enough. These small triggers that, that build up and they build up and they build up. When we get a second chakra, and what is second chakra? After the root chakra, our second chakra represents our creativity. What we have to bring to the world, what excites us, you know, what gets our creative juices going, both physiologically and emotionally, materially and immaterially, that internal and external space of creation is what the second chakra is about. And from the child's perspective, these triggers that come up, they all have something to do with that being the foundation of anywhere on the continuum of a narcissistic mother that actually did create a sense of unworthiness intentionally in, in me. And so that must be who I am and, and what life is and what that's about. And so I have to question that so that I can really see the truth within myself and feel the truth within myself. Or as a mother experiencing shame, blame, and guilt from a child, it is oftentimes a situation where we have not done our own healing work and we're simply getting the same thing we got from our mothers, from our child. And it's just another opportunity to ask ourselves, is it true? that what I have to offer isn't good enough 
or that my response is always wrong. Is that true? And so the new moon, Hattar, is the goddess of the pleasure principle. This is when the sky is dark and we can't really see where our happiness is, where our joy is. We don't know that we have a birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good, but I'm not feeling that. Okay, that's that second chakra energy. I'm not feeling that kind of energy coursing through me. And I'm not creating from that space. I'm not connecting with other people from that space. Second chakra is connecting with other people as well that bring us joy. So the full moon card of Ishel, the Mayan goddess, okay, Hattar is another Egyptian goddess, but the Mayan goddess, this full moon card, um, actually Ishel is the waxing gibbous as you're um, getting up to the full moon, uh, but the full moon card of this particular suit, self-inquiry, is Ishtar, the prostitute. And it asks us, is the energy exchange in this situation you're inquiring about even? Is it something that you are gaining from? Or is it something that you're not gaining anything from? Here's a full moon light shining on this situation. So you can ask yourself that. And based on your answer, you decide whether this is a situation in which you choose to experience shame, blame, or guilt. Okay. Okay. And so it makes us second chakra self-inquiry, makes us look at our relationships, situations, environments, so that we can begin that reprogramming process of asking ourselves, stopping ourselves to ask ourselves the important questions so that we can get the intuitive downloads that we need to make those adjustments and being happy, healthy, and whole. Which brings us to processing, the third step. Typically in the classical grieving process, we're going to be talking about bargaining but processing is a kind of bargaining you know because what we're doing is we are in our gut chakra and just like we digest our food once we have consumed it when we imbibe emotions we also process those and when we don't they energetically hang around. They hang around in the form of energy that we take on, attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors. And they can, when we don't process them, but we don't want to imbibe the energy, we can take on excess weight, excess water as a protective device, always being bloated because we're trying to protect our gut from the impact of negative energy. And so the processing suit with the new moon card and that deck being Durga, 
process. There's a boundary between the upper and lower, the big and the small intestine. That little hole there, you know, that, um, you know, things change. The processing changes. You know, there's only so much that's going to get through. And um, finally be released into our bloodstream to nourish the body. And so it's a selective process. And so we begin that process by establishing boundaries with Durga and crossing into this new threshold of consciousness, which is more or less instead of bargaining with a judgmental God, we are bargaining with ourselves and asking ourselves, how do I need to redefine what's okay and what's not okay in this relationship? How do I need to establish new boundaries as a result of this revision of how I'm going to go forward in my life? And exactly what do I need in order to maintain these boundaries? Full moon card is, um, I'm thinking, um, what is the full moon card of the processing suit? The full moon card of that suit is, I have to say, Demeter. I have to say Demeter. That is um, accepting our feelings card, accepting how we feel. And that is the full moon reality. When we are processing, that is the distinguisher. That's the boundary. It's what's okay and what's not okay is based on what my truth is, my true feelings are in this situation. And sometimes I might not know the truth because that really comes with the next suit of integrity. Sometimes when I'm going through the processing, I'm just going on a vibe. I'm just going on a feeling. It's a visceral response like the gut chakra. And then integrity. You know, what is telling myself the truth about for myself? You know, what is that about? And how how does that relate to me letting go of my fantasy mother? Is my mother really my fantasy? I've processed my emotions, you know, and so where am I with the truth now? What is the truth? Or do I have a mother who has mama drama trauma? In other words, a mother who is unable, unwilling, and unavailable to give me the love that I need. A child who's unable, unavailable, unwilling to have the appreciation and rapport and respect with me that I need to feel like I can have the relationship that I need to have with my child in order for it to be a respectful exchange. What's really going on here? And so we move from fearing loving detachment as an ultimate no contact proposition to opening ourselves up 
And in fact, that is the full moon card of the integrity suit is the um, Sheila Nagate card. You know, opening the heart is also the simultaneous process of breaking the heart. And so we ask ourselves these questions, not with a tinge of fear anymore, but now having come to this place of Oz, the Emerald Green Heart Chakra, we realize I'm home, I'm safe. Yes, there's some scary things going on, but I have parts of myself that I'm developing and that I'm strengthening. This is where she meets the three, the scarecrow, the lion, and the tin man. You know, her mental part she's introduced to, her emotional part, her courage she's introduced to. And so we're introduced to these aspects of ourselves that we never knew we had in order to support our internal growth. So we strengthen ourselves and realize that that is our stuff. That is our karma. That is what we're needing to heal in order to have the kind of relationships with others that we need to have because we begin to learn how to have that loving relationship with ourselves. Sheila in the gig, that broken, open heart. It's not for the faint of heart. It is for those of you who resonate with this kind of spiritual rebirthing process and have an idea based on your own experience how this can work in your life. If you don't, the next suit is for you, and that is the rebirth suit of the ASPIRE acronym. We aspire to what? Live in loving detachment. So the rebirth suit is all about the sacrifice. And so the sacrifice, what is the sacrifice? The sacrifice is simply letting go of something of value for something of greater value. That's all it is. What are we letting go of? We are letting go of shame, blame, and guilt. Mama, drama, trauma. All of those triggers of abandonment and abuse. We know we still have work to do. We know that we're working on it. But because we know we are working on it, it is healing every day. And so we can let it go now. We can let it go now. And we can lean on on the other side, you know, the boat a little more. And and start pushing on that side so we can continue on our journey. Let it go. Let go of the shame, blame, and guilt in order to embrace our divinity identity. That's the rebirth suit. That's the payoff. That's the payoff. And we have this payoff every day. Every day. Just as it took from birth to whenever we began to acknowledge MDT, it's going to take from now until to completely integrate the final stage. And we do have an additional stage in the grieving process of Mama Drama Trauma and the Great Mother Speaks Oracle Day. That is E. 
E for emancipation. Emancipation after the resurrection. The new life. Living in loving detachment. The new moon card of the emancipation. Third eye suit. Resurrection is the throat chakra, the higher will. Of course, we go into the inner eye, the eye of Horus. The new moon card is Baba Yaga, the Slavic goddess of nature, of sorcery, because she grounds herself deeply within the root chakra of the earth, the source of energy in the earth. And she is a wild woman. That is the dark night of the soul. When we have, um, actually, this is the resurrection new moon card, speaking of um, the throat chakra, made me think of Baba Yaga. That's the dark night of the soul when they go through the dark forest. Okay, I didn't say what the cards were in resurrection before we moved to emancipation. Baba Yaga, when we begin that process of letting go of the mama drama trauma in order to resurrect with that full moon card of Brigitte, the, the, the Gaelic, the Celtic goddess of the fire, the fires of Kildare, the bards, the poets, the writers, the musicians were inspired by this bard, this rock. And as I've shared before, that is a similar energy that I channel, the birthing stone. And this birthing stone is a fire, actually. And um, it's now represented by a stone, but it's ancient times was a fire. And this full moon fire is the fire of self-expression. It's the fire of inspiration. So this is what we are reborn in. We are reborn in our soul inspiration. And our soul inspiration is to take this karma of mama drama trauma and do exactly what we're doing. Burning it. Sacrificing it in order to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. Now we're ready for E. Emancipation, spiritual independence, having that personal relationship with Great Mother, Father, God. The new moon card of this suit, this inner eye, this third eye suit, is the card of illusion. Okay, we have that energy when we are emancipated that is this understanding of reality with the small r and capital R reality and we're no longer afraid of knowing the difference that's the new moon phase of emancipation the beginning and the full moon we receive is Gildeptus. Gildeptus is that Navajo uh, earth energy of the winds, of synthesis, of everything coming together, body, mind, spirit.
spirit, ego, soul, spirit, our great mother, father, God, that mother, father, son energy, that son, Christ consciousness, the synthesis of these energies that allow us to stand in our divinity identity in our unique expression in the way of knowing great mother father god know us and we know ourselves and appreciate ourselves to be because we also are evolving in self-love so those are the two terms of the Mama Drama Trauma Soul Contract. You might want to check out that podcast that goes into that in more detail, the soul contract of Mama Drama Trauma. The terms are to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. Of course, we have eternity to do it. There's no judgment or condemnation. Just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to heal our triggers. So those were the triggers that uh, we have when we're healing mama drama trauma. And from a child and maternal perspective, it's always about letting go of the fantasy. We hold on to that for dear life, don't we? But the reality is always so much better, so much more divine. That's the aspiration, right? To see and to realize that. The aggravation of holding on to the shame, blame, and guilt just is not worth it. It's not worth the triggers. So be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And as always, remember, Great Mother loves you. And I do too. Great Mother Spears. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter.